1: This is Mike Slater on the Blaze Radio Network. So we're talking with uh, John Duarte from Duarte Nurseries in Northern California. This is a a remarkable story for a couple of reasons. First of all, um, people are, it's a story about regulations and environmentalism, but businesses and business owners are hit with these, these regulations all the time. And so many business owners are afraid to speak out against them. So many business owners are afraid to to go public with it. They don't want to rock the boat anymore. And they just get taken for a ride time and time and time again. And that's why I'm so grateful that, that Duarte and the Duarte family uh, has decided not to take this line down. And they're going to fight it, even if it means costing them a lot more money. If it can stop the government from, from doing this with every other farm, which they will, why would they stop <laughs> unless stopped? And and I'm really grateful that uh, that John, you are are speaking out against this. John said that they're they're trying to make him uh, give how much twenty to thirty million. Yeah, to that's insane to uh, private environmentalist groups basically. So the, so um, wetland mitigation groups. So John, let me see if I can if I can rearticulate this. Let me know if there's anything wrong. So you have your four hundred fifty acres. About twenty two acres of that splattered around the whole area right there are these pools of of water. You show me a picture though, like. I don't see water in them, though. No,
2: don't don't picture water in the wetlands. Don't that—that's the first thing you got (laughs) to get past here. So, what are this is dry grassland with a few low spots where water pools and puddles after the rainstorm for a couple weeks. So, if it rains, you know, in California here, it rains, you know, December, January, February, March, April, a little bit. After that, for the entire summer and through the fall, these are not wetlands. These are bone dry. So, what's the benefit
1: of them from an environmentalist perspective?
2: projecting a bit but i mean one thing is they harbor a little do you remember sea monkeys when you're a kid yeah yeah yeah, the, yeah those are fairy shrimp now the fairy shrimp have survived two ice ages they're up and down california <laughs> they can't handle
1: duarte nurseries though they can't they can't make it
2: but god don't plant weed i mean <laughs>
1: so so that's so there's like little microorganisms in these pools
2: yeah they're little uh little mollusks of some crustaceans of some sort that they do what that exist as an endangered species do, um,
1: like, birds eat them? Are we part of, like, the You know, eco- they're, they're very chain. ephemeral.
2: I mean, they, they survive as dry little eggs in the, uh, in the vernal pools most of the year. They can survive for years as just dry little, basically, spores. And then oh. when the water comes, they, they hatch, and they populate, and they have the little sea monkey habitat oh. life for a few weeks. And then they go back. When the water dries up, they go back into very small little eggs, and really? they just wait for the next rain no, event. kidding. Okay, yeah. so,
1: so you got these on your land, and your uh, plows, when you're plowing wheat, Uh, just go right over them
2: They go go right right over over them. Yep.
1: And they just go, how, how deep do they go?
2: The the plowing we did was not 36 inches deep as the field agent for the army Corps thought Mm -hmm. it was when they put a team of 10 federal inspectors on the property to do the expert report for the department of justice. As they prosecute us, they were out there for two (sighs) weeks. They dug up the, the, Vernal pools with an excavator, two feet deep, three feet deep, twenty different Which times. Which did way 20 more damage than, than you ever did. <laughs> absolutely! Oh my gosh! And then came back, and after twenty vernal pool excavations and and um, pebble distribution studies and my plow furrows and all kinds of other bonehead oh. things, they came back and said the tillage was four to seven inches deep.
1: So hold on, I can't get past the fact that they absolutely did more damage to these vernal pools than you ever
2: did. But they no. filled the hole back up. Yeah. Most of the time.
1: So so they so they came to the conclusion that you did. That no, we didn't we weren't plowing in, in, in any depth that would destroy these things. So what's what's so what's what now? Because if they came back and said it's only a couple inches, what's the problem?
2: We don't know. Aren't we you? Read like, this, clear? Listen, listen to this. Here here is their um a quote from the Department of Justice expert report after putting a dozen guys out there for or a dozen people out there for two weeks.
1: How could, first, I'm sorry, I couldn't get past the expense of the taxpayer for that right like there's nothing else going on in the department yeah. of justice's world that they had to send how many people
2: they sent 12 people out <laughs> for 12 days stayed in Tehama county where they you have to stay at the Indian casino because there's not very many places to stay up there and they they investigated they did pebble distribution studies in my plow furrows they mapped in fact they mapped and proved that all the vernal pools, they have a previous mapping from 1994 and another one from 2012. And they're all there. In 2014, they, 16, they did another mapping and proved that all of the vernal pools are exactly where they were in 1994 and okay, 2012. Okay, so the case closed. So far, no, What's the problem? It's not cl- closed yet. You've got to listen to their narrative. Oh, right, let's hear from the From the experts, from the Department of Justice expert team. If these plant associations were compared to neighborhoods of people in a small town... No, then the tillage could be compared to a tornado that blows in and completely uproots and rearranges the entire functioning community of neighborhoods. The furrow tops now serve as small mountain ranges, microtopographic high spots. That's your tax dollars at work. That's their that's the theory of prosecution on this t- they case. They just
1: compared a little, a little vernal pool, a little wetland the size of a living room to and you tilling it. To a hurricane coming through and uprooting a community?
2: Yes. Yes, they did. It's in their report. I'm only using their stuff. All the photos I've... Well, the, the excavator, uh, that's, that's my photo. photo. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the vernal pool mapping. I have here, what is normal crop rotations? Normal farming practices are supposed to be exempt under the Clean Water Act. We're not even supposed to be talking about this. They have in their expert report a page I showed you a little bit ago, Mike. Farm knowledge. A complete manual of successful farming, written by recognized authorities in all parts of the country, based on sound principles and actual experiences of real well, that's, farmers. That's a good thing. Yeah, it is. Except it was prepared exclusively for Sears and Roebuck Company in 1914. <laughs> so what are they using? What are they using that for? That is that is explaining why what I was doing—planting wheat when it's profitable and grazing cows when it's not—is not normal farming. What they think is normal farming was defined in 1914 Farming Guide from Sears and Roebuck.
1: There's no way. What are you talking about? Like, where did they print that? That's this was in, the in the, just- there
2: were 14 pages of this in the Department of Justice expert report for this prosecution.
1: The Department of Justice. Jo- I can't. Sorry, John, I got. I got to repeat this. So it's like so. You're telling me the Department of Justice at the end of their investigation to try and and uh, what were they trying to pin you on on this one? Like, like you shouldn't be growing weed. That,
2: that if it was a normal farming practice, it would be expressly exempt under the Clean Water Act. The Clean Water Act is actually a very well composed, very well negotiated piece of legislation that solved a real problem we had drinking water problems back when the clean water act went through there's no question it was necessary and good and the protections for farmers are very robust these guys have to go to the moon and mars to find prosecution theories to prosecute me under the clean water act it's a very well constructed law right and so so what what do they have to prove yeah they have to prove that you They have to prove that a i was in wetlands that i destroyed the wetlands and see that I wa- wasn't conducting what are normal farming practices.
1: And the, the, the not normal farming practice you did was growing wheat.
2: Was growing wheat in a wheat field with four to seven inch tillage to suggest that, it, that farming wheat when it's profitable and not farming it when it's not profitable isn't part of a normal crop rotation. They According. referred to a 1914 farm guide from Sears and Roebuck company.
1: Oh my goodness total shakedown. Wow, it's a shakedown on all these farmers to get money. The Sheriff of
2: Nottingham all over again.
1: to get the money to these environmentalist groups. Unbelievable.
2: Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call A Place for Mom today.